Hi there, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is illustrator Johanna Basford, frequently credited with igniting the adult coloring book craze with her international bestsellers, Johanna's Christmas, Magical Jungle, Lost Ocean, Secret Garden, and Enchanted Forest. And now, she's changing the coloring book game once again with Ivy and the Inky Butterfly, a magical tale to color, published by Penguin Books. Basford's latest masterpiece is a delightful original fable to accompany her lavish illustrations, and it's a new spin that is sure to delight the entire family of colorists and make for a -a one-of-a-kind keepsake. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Johanna Basford. Hello, thank you for having me. So how does it feel to be known by the New York Times as the reigning queen of coloring? (laughs) That's wonderful. Well, it's very flattering. (laughs) It's amazing. You know, I was looking over your book, your latest book, Ivy and the Inky Butterfly, and what came to mind is, as adults, we've lost our sense of wonder, creativity, and imagination, and we're so, as you said, connected to technology. How did you decide to do this? Yeah, I mean, it's it's exactly that. I think my mission is to make things that charm and delight people, and I want to make the world a happier and more creative place. And and coloring books just seems like the perfect vehicle for doing that. So I create books that I hope people will want to bring to life with their own color. And this book is special and unique because it does have a story, and I'm inviting people to read the story, get to know the characters, you know, discover all those locations and the, you know, the different parts of the adventure that Ivy goes on, then bring that story to life with color and, you know, make their own book. Now, Johanna, I need to point out the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. And I want to ask you, because you have an interesting backstory, that, you know, times weren't always so positive. You, I think I read that you were broke. You had two part-time jobs. I mean, how did you get out of your funk? Absolutely. Do you know, I think uh, things have, have been a bit of a struggle, but I think I always knew that I loved what I was doing, and I think that is what was the thing that, that really got me through. And, you know, I love drawing, I love creating artwork, and I was just so focused on this idea that I wanted to create beautiful artwork and for as many people as possible to see that. And I think, you know, that really helped. You know, as you say, I was really broke. I was working several part-time jobs. The reason I even worked the way that I do in black and white was because in art school, I couldn't afford a computer and I couldn't afford colored ink for printing. So I drew everything by hand and then I printed it all by hand as well in single color because that was the most cost-effective way. And you know, that was the best thing ever that made me really scrappy. It made me think about what I do and how Mm -hmm. I could do it. And it gave me a career because that formed my signature style. So I think no matter how restrictive your circumstances are, there's always a reason that that's happened. You know, and if that hadn't been the case, I may not have been led here. So I'm very thankful. I know. Isn't it interesting how we go through these really tough, dark times where you feel like, what am I doing? I don't know if you had people questioning you, family or friends saying, really, are you going to make a living doing this? I mean, you stayed Absolutely. positive. Oh, you did. 
Yeah, you know, my family, you know, they were amazing. They always just wanted me to be happy, so they were never the issue. But I think a lot of people were like, you know, you need to earn some money. Are you going to be an art teacher? I think that's the go-to career for everyone that's ever been creative. Right. You know, and even yourself, you know, there's a lot of time in self-doubt and when the, the cash flow is really low and you're having to borrow potatoes from your friends just to eat dinner at night that wasn't the most fun but I think (laughs) it makes you work so hard and be so determined and it also makes you incredibly grateful so you know I'm in a position now where I have a job that I love and I get up every day and I go to work and I just really have fun and get to do a job that so makes my heart happy and I'm so appreciative of that and I think you know I don't want to squander that opportunity and I think having a a tricky first few years, 10 years or so, mm-hmm. really makes that hit home. It's interesting. I think probably when you look back, you think all of those ups and downs, kind of like a movie, like this good thing happened, then this bad thing, good, bad, and then there's a plot twist. All of those things probably brought you stronger to this moment right now. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think uh, I think when things are going well, it's really easy to be sort of taken along for the ride. You know, you don't really think about things too much. But when things go wrong, and, you know, they go wrong for everyone, the people that really seem to succeed in life aren't luckier or more ambitious or have better circumstances. They just seem to pick themselves up quicker. And that was always what I tried to remind myself of. You know, if you get a setback, you just have to dive straight back in. And there were times where I was like, I would be so much better off just being an art teacher or doing a different career or why yes. am I doing this and you know and, and art teaching is a great profession I'm mm-hmm. like this this is what I should do but you know I think ultimately I knew it wouldn't be what I wanted to do and I was kind of thought if I have the chance I should just try and stick it out so that brings me to my next question let's talk about Ivy and the Inky Butterfly this is magnificent Thank you. How did this come about? I mean, the story, the illustrations are incredible. Thank you. Well, I've been doing coloring books, adult coloring books, for for a few years now, and I sort of got to the point where I felt, as a creative person, I needed to do something different. I needed to give myself and the colorists buying the books a new opportunity to sort of grow and develop their practice. And I had this idea of doing a story, and it kind of just bubbled away for a while. And at night, at bedtime, I would tell my little two-year-old daughter these stories about a girl called Ivy and her inky adventures. And the next day, we would draw pictures and speak about the bedtime stories from the night before. And eventually, Evie said to me, it's my daughter, Mommy, you should make Ivy into a real book. So I <laughs> called up my editor. I said, I think I've got the story. And I gave her the plot. And she said, great, who will we get to write it? I said, you know what? I think I might be your girl. So I gave it a shot. You know, I'd never written before. I'm obviously not an author. But, you know, I worked away at this book and had a wonderful editor who really helped me. And we created the tale. And then once we had the story all mapped out and written and finalized, then I started drawing the pictures. So it was a really different creative process to what I usually do. But so interesting and so exciting to be outside your comfort zone. Isn't it interesting how we get some great, incredibly creative ideas from our kids. I I have two girls, and when I was little, uh, they inspired me in different ways to do things. That was magical what happened. Yeah, for sure. I think children just see the world through a different lens, and they don't have any of the same 
um, reservations and worries. She was just like, Mom, write the story and draw a book. Of course, how simple could it be? And I was like, well, <laughs> why not? Why not try that? And I think, yeah, they definitely see the the charm and the wonder in everyday things that perhaps we as adults miss. So it's not just the fact that they give you the the bravery, I think, maybe to tackle projects that you maybe think are out with your ability, but they just give you the opportunity to see things in a different way as well. What would you like people to take away from this book? I think they should I think they should see it as an opportunity to make their own book. So mm-hmm. that's what I want really. I want everyone to feel that this is their opportunity, their chance to really make their mark and for everyone who's ever held a pencil and wondered if they could, you know, write a book, draw a book, colour a picture, this is this is the time. I love the fact that none of these books are gonna look the same in a few years' time. You know, we may have printed, you know, so many so many copies, but not a single one of them will be the same in five years' time because hopefully everyone will have coloured them in, embellished them, made them into their own books. I think that's really exciting. I feel like there are so many possibilities for your illustrations. I mean I'm looking at this, and it's because it's a coloring book, it's open to to anyone's interpretation. I mean, it's really incredible. How long does it take you to do these illustrations? So the whole project took about a year. The illustrations take, you know, like a day, a few days, depending on how complex they are, but also just how easily it is for me to get the drawing that I have my imagination out of my pen and onto the paper. You know, yes. it can often be that I can picture the perfect, you know, layout and I know how I want it to look, but I just can't for the life of me draw it. And I think we all get blocked like that. So in those instances, it takes a little bit longer. You're so meticulous. I mean, were you like this as a kid? Were you constantly doodling and drawing different things? Yeah, uh-huh. I would draw on anything. And my parents would put up with me drawing on library books, on my sister, on the walls. <laughs> and, you know, to their credit, they never once scolded me. They didn't, you know, give me any trouble or anything like that. And I think they realized, you know, that I was a, a creative soul and that this was what I wanted to do. So they just, they didn't encourage the, the drawing on the walls, but they certainly didn't tell me off for it. Which is interesting now that my you know, three-year-old wants to embellish every wall in the house. And I think, well, what if she's going to be a creative soul? I really can't now give her into trouble. Yes. You know, I could see these as cards that people can color, like greeting cards or, you know, a note card. And, you know, I know you're saying you've never actually written a story, but I see this as like an animated film. It's so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I think if you can if you can find a, a story that really appeals to people and you know can sort of chime with them then there's there's so many opportunities i think intrinsically everybody loves a heartwarming story with adventure and you know a good ending and a twist in the tale so that was what i tried to create now tell me about your previous books lost ocean magical jungle what were your inspirations for those Always, always nature. You know, I think blossoms and butterflies, all those things are just so, so intrinsically beautiful and a wealth of inspiration. So I would, for those books, I would sort of pick a theme and the title and get an idea of the things that I wanted to include in the book. Then I would sit down at my desk for a few months and draw about 100 pictures per book. And then we would select the best ones and there would be a collection of images in that theme for people to color. 
so they're quite different. You know, this this is a story book with a start, a middle, and an end. Um, and yeah, the the text is woven through the illustrations. So we're inviting people to read. I think you should read the story first. Yes. Get to know the characters, get to know the plot, and then tackle the colors. I love Refinery Twenty Nine's quote about you. Johanna Basford's coloring book is better than Xanax. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. No doctor has said that. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. No doctor, exactly. But, you know, it's so wonderful because, as I mentioned when we first started off the segment, you know, as we're so in tune to technology, I feel like we just really need to go back to the basics and to sit and relax and let our minds have a vacation. Exactly. It's a digital detox. It's that opportunity to spend some time not looking at a screen, not being worried by email and spreadsheets and rolling news broadcasts and social media and all those things that, you know, are essential in our day-to-day lives now, but occupy so much of our time and our bandwidth. Yes. And, you know, coloring books are just a great opportunity to put those things away, do something creative, analog, real, right in front of you and make something and flex different parts of your of your brain and you know, use different creative muscles. And I think being engaged in that kind of activity just gives you that chance to sort of pause and reset so that you can dive back into work and the digital life again, kind of refreshed. You know, I was thinking, I want to have one of those coloring book parties for adults. And because I think it would be so great. I, I know a lot of people are doing it. And maybe perhaps have your book featured at my event. I think it would be fabulous how to get out of a funk, you know, doodle and that color. That's like a brilliant idea. We see so many um, pictures of people that are having coloring and cocktail parties or just coloring and cake parties. I think you definitely need some, some sort of food and drink substance to go with it. But, yeah, it sounds lots of fun. Absolutely. Where can people find out more about you? You can hop onto my website, which is johannabassford.com. We've got coloring tutorials there. You can take a sneak peek at every single page of the book and and a flip through. Um, Loads of great things telling you about, you know, the exact perfect way to sharpen your pencils. It's a real hub of coloring knowledge and inspiration. Now, before we wrap, do you have any advice for people that are going through some kind of career or personal funk? Um, Maybe something that held true for you that would help them? Yeah, I think be careful of the advice you listen to is always the advice that I pass on. You know, I think a lot of people told me to to quit, to go a safe route, to do this, that, and the other, and I think those are all people who perhaps didn't quite work out for them. Yes. You know, I think if you have a mission in life, something you're really passionate about, you shouldn't let other people's shortcomings, you know, make you think that you can't do it. I think you can do anything if you put your mind to it. You just need the right opportunities and the right level of determination and you know if if something doesn't quite go to plan don't don't mope just fire back in quick yes i love it johanna i want to thank you so much for calling in what you do is such a gift to us so thank you thank you it's been lovely talking you too have a wonderful day thanks for calling in